0: Welcome to The Firing Line with Rick Travis, Legislative Director for the California Rifle and Pistol Association. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, CCW Safe, Vortex Optics, Cutting Edge Bullets, and the California Rifle and Pistol Association. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun.
1: And now, your host, Rick Travis. Good afternoon, patriots of the Inland Empire and beyond. This is your host of CRPA's Firing Line Radio, Rick Travis, the legislative director of the California Rifle and Pistol Association. We are fighting for your rights every minute of every hour of every day to make sure your constitutional rights set forward by the founding fathers remain in full effect. And we need your help to do that, folks. How do you help us? By joining the CRPA at crpa.org, getting out of that car seat, off that couch, out from behind the lawnmower, wherever you're listening to this today, and making sure you're out there fighting side-by-side with us because this is a fight that's going to take every one of us to win. And speaking of that fight, My best friend, my mentor, my buddy, the guy that I go to lament with and sometimes numb the pain of being in the capital of California, Sam Paredes of Gun Owners of California is joining me today so we can talk about, yes, folks, they came up with some new and innovative ways to make life difficult, but we're going to win this fight. And so,
2: Sam, welcome to the program. Thank you, Rick. It's always a pleasure to be with you. And um it's fun to do this together. Uh none of us are an island. We are all building a continent to fight against evil. And uh it, we're, we're having a little bit of fun these days, but you know what? We're fighting the crazies and and that's what we're going to talk about today. And let's
1: start with the king of the crazies, the guy who it needs really no introduction. He's running for Adam Schiff's position because he wants to take crazy to the capital of the nation. Um and it looks like right now in the polling he may just pull that one off. But uh that would be Anthony Portantino, the senator from La Canada. And uh you know Portentino brought us Senate Bell two, which we're fighting in the courts and winning, but he also um you know came out of the blocks very early this session with Senate bill fifty three of which uh set up a showdown. Between you and him, and let's talk about what happened that morning that uh, you testified against Senate Bill fifty three in that confrontation because I think that so, sets up the rest of the convo.
2: Yeah, so uh, super interesting. You know, Rick, you and I have the the honor and privilege of representing the Second Amendment in the in the Capitol, and I was there to testify against the senators uh, SB fifty three, and before the hearing actually started. It, it, he goes to get coffee and he looks over his shoulder and he sees that I'm sitting in the, uh, near the front of the, of the audience. And he says, Oh, just wait for the, you're going to love the next bill I introduce. And I said, I'm sure we will. <laughs> and, um, he was basically standing there getting coffee and figuratively flipping us the middle finger, uh, telling us that, that, you know, he's, he's coming after us. He's got another doozy that he knows will absolutely infringe on our second amendment rights. And that's what we got in Senate bill 1160. And, um, this bill, uh, will require all Californians to register all of their firearms, whether they're presently registered or not, every single year. And it gives the Department of Justice pretty much carte blanche to charge whatever they want to charge in order to implement this system. So how much might they charge? Well, you know, California is 10 to 20% of everything that goes on in the nation. Recently we've heard news that there are somewhere between 450 and 500 million guns, uh, in the nation. And if California is 10% of that, that means there are between 45 and 50 million guns at least in the state of California, that will all have to be registered every single year. So that would be a database that's that's larger than the Department of Justice. I mean, not uh, the Department of Motor Vehicles. And if you imagine that initially to get this system up and running, they charge a $100 for your initial registration fee for every single gun. And you have a small collection of of, of 10 guns. That's a thousand dollars every, you know, to, to initially register. And then they said that the, on renewals, it'll be less. Okay. So let's say that the initial is $200. That's $2,000 and maybe a thousand dollars every year to re-register all of the guns that you own. It doesn't matter to him that more than half the guns legally owned in California are not registered and there's, and, and, and that's okay. Because they were owned and possessed and, and purchased uh, prior to the uh, registration requirements. And he wants to know where all the guns are and who has them. Imagine what kind of power they will have with this list to come after people, uh, uh you know, to, to, uh, um, Register their guns now, remember they already have a registration list every if you bought a, a firearm through a dealer, you've gone through your droves, even private party transfers those are all uh, all registered, so they have a list of what you own and if you happen not to put one of those guns that you own on a registration list, uh you can probably expect a knock on your door from from the Department of Justice saying, Where's this gun? You were charging you with an infraction." And a $1,000 fine for every violation of this registration law. So it's a doozy, completely unconstitutional, Rick. And, and we're going to, we're going to have an interesting time fighting this. I think it's important
1: for people to understand too, including, you know, some of you out there that are listening to this that may not have firearms, but you enjoy the show. And we thank you for being a, a follower and a member of the show. But think about in this terms too. I know Portentino loves to equate everything with firearms, too, like vehicle registration, every other kind of registration. But the fact is, like Sam said, you might have a pistol that you bought 20 years ago for $400. The idea uh, in two years, you've just paid more than what the pistol might be worth for registration. This is clearly designed so that you will sit there and go, well, Fred, I'm just going to dump it. And there are several other bills that are saying that the moment you turn the the firearm in to dump it or to sell it. Well, guess what? They're just going to destroy it. This is, this is folks, the gun grab. This is the government now pulling off its mask and saying, we're not even trying to be somewhat subversive, which is why I asked Sam to bring that up. This is Portentino saying, we feel comfortable with our Marxist ideologies to now just come out of the closet and come directly after you. And that's what this is. If you were wondering, when's it going to happen? Folks, wake up, smell your coffee this afternoon and understand it's in play. It's happening right now. This is exactly what's going on. Sam, I want to, I want to bring this really tightly so people understand too. This isn't the only piece of legislation. I mean, I want to frame 1160 today, but. There are several other pieces, and one of those goes after your firearm safety card, which, correct me if I'm wrong, Sam, but I only need an FFC if I'm going to go purchase a new firearm. I don't need an FFC if I'm not purchasing anything. You're absolutely correct,
2: uh, Rick. And first of all, I did a, a legislative report on all the bills we will be following this year, and it's 11 pages long of, of a whole bunch of brand new bills that we're going to be fighting. And, and, uh, um, this, they're, they're all heinous. They're all unconstitutional. They all violate the Supreme Court precedents, but, uh, um, they are, they want to require you to have a valid firearm safety certificate at all times. Even though you're not buying a gun, you have to continue to renew your FSC in order to possess or carry your gun with you. And you have to have it in your possession. So, this is, um, this is the, the firearms owner identification card, whatever you want to call it. It is a permission slip by the government that says you, the government, the government authorizes you to be able to be in possession of this gun because you have this, this, uh, um, firearm safety certificate. So, completely unconstitutional. Um, but it, it will cause another layer of, of, uh, uh, impediments or infringements on our Second Amendment rights. And, and that's what the legislature wants to do. They want to do this with, with FSCs, with, with taxes, with, um, registration, with all of these things. All they are trying to do is, uh, infringe on our rights to try to make it more difficult, uh, for us to own guns. Yeah, I want, I want everyone out there to realize something. Right now,
1: you do not, although this could change shortly, you don't have to have a license, a permission slip that you carry on yourself to go exercise your constitutional right to go worship. You don't have to have one to, to speak out. You don't have to have one to say, I disagree with the government. You don't have to have one for the exercise of any other right. But now the government's trying to say, oh, the constitution doesn't decide. We will decide. We'll decide who can, how they can, how much it's going to cost them. They're literally charging us for a God-given right enshrined in the Constitution. And last night, I'm going to share with you guys as we come into this next segment why I am so chapped by this, because I was reminded this week of something that a lot of us may forget from time to time, And we're going to discuss this in the opening of our next session. We'll be right back on Firing Mind Radio.
3: Turner's Outdoorsman, California's number one hunting, fishing, and shooting sports retailer since 1971, now has 33 locations across California and one in Tucson, Arizona turners is your one-stop shop for all your shooting sports and fishing tackle needs we offer a full selection and unmatched prices on firearms ammunition gun safes shooting accessories archery equipment and fishing tackle visit turners.com now and sign up for the turners discount club for free and get our weekly ads and members only specials sent directly to your inbox for more info to sign up for the turners discount club or to shop online visit turners.com You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at ccwsafe.com. AM
0: 590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This
3: is my boomstick.
1: Welcome back to Fine Line Radio. I'm your host, Rick Travis, Legislative Director for the California Rifle Pistol Association. With me today is the honorable, great fighter of all things right, Sam Predis of Gun Owners of California. And we're discussing the new legislation, things that drop down. This week I had the honor of going to a local police department where my son um is a detective. He uh Shot a 398 out of 400 to become the top shot for the second time in his department. I was very proud of that. But at that ceremony, there were several local politicians and some state politicians that were there. And they were witnessing because as some of the members of his department were promoted, they took an oath that is very similar to the oath that I've taken several times. Um, and many of you listening to this show have taken. I'm going to read that oath. It starts off with I. And in your name, do solemnly swear or affirm that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States, the Constitution of the State of California, against all enemies, foreign and domestic; that I will bear true faith and allegiance to the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of the State of California; that I take this obligation freely, without any mental reservation, purpose of evasion, and I will well and faithfully discharge the duties upon which I am about to enter. Folks, that is a constitution that you sign. A oath that you sign, that's an oath that members of the military, law enforcement, and first responders write a blank check with their lives to pay to be able to do that in the event that they're called upon for the betterment of all of us. That is the oath that is being trampled by people like Portentino, Senator Blakespear, and others that we'll talk about in this show. That should cause you a great deal of rage, that they will sit there and say they will defend the Constitution, both the state, which says you have the right to carry a firearm, and the federal government, and the Supreme Court and other groups that come out of that Constitution, and they are literally flipping the finger and crumping this up and throwing it in a wastebasket next to them as they seek to overthrow our way of government. The very contract, the very oath that they took, they're in violation of and for fun, all of you should go to the U.S. Constitution and look what that's called when you violate that. Because in the military, people know you will go to Fort Leavenworth not to visit, but to be in jail. And others will tell you this is on the border, if not outright, treason. So, Sam, opening that up, because that was very much a motivator for me this week, um, I'm I'm not surprised. But I'm appalled by the community for not just standing up and saying enough's enough. We've got an election going on, and they're literally violating everything they can violate. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. That's so so true, Rick. And I I, I want to. Also remind our, our friends in law enforcement that under SB 1160, uh, they are exempt from having to register their duty guns, but not, they are not exempt from having to register their private guns. So they too will have to register all of their, their private guns and, and be monitored by the state of California. But you're, Rick, you're absolutely right. It's an oath of office that many of us have taken. I've taken it twice myself. And, and once you take that oath, it doesn't go away that that's a commitment that you've made to this country and to the state um and people always argue well why are these politicians sponsoring all these anti uh, uh constitutional and anti second amendment uh, bills and stuff well our founding fathers in their wisdom um if you support the constitution gave legislators the ability to legislate to come up with ideas and to to debate them and to pass them but if they violate the law our remedy is in the courts to 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 challenge any laws that come out of the the uh, legislative branch of government both in the state and federal government in the courts to evaluate whether they follow the constitution or not we unfortunately cannot sue uh, legislators for for sponsoring and and supporting anti gun legislation what we can do is we can unite and we can do the worst thing we can possibly do to a politician. And that's to unelect them to vote them out of office. That is another uh, constitutional right that we have to vote. And we have to learn to be better at that to take these folks out of office. That is the thing that will, that will just crush their spirits. And, and, um, you know, Anthony Portentino goes from being the anti gun big fish in a small pond to an anti gun. A little teeny tiny polywog in a very big pond in Congress. And, um, he will do harm, but far less harm, uh, there if that's where he ends up being. Um, uh, that's not a, a foregone conclusion if we do our job and vote for somebody else. Mm-hmm. So, Rick, it's frustrating that we can't sue them for, for sponsoring these bills. And yes. Um, those of us define what they are doing as, as treasonous. And at very least it gives us a little light into the, 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 the mentality of these people, how they don't take their oaths seriously. They're kind of like the pirate's code. It's more of a suggestion than it is a commitment, you know? And, and so, um, we have to fight. That's why it's so important for California Rifle and Pistol Association and gun owners of California to be the tip of the spear in California in fighting all of these anti-gun bills from from Blakespear and and Irwin and and on and, and Portantino and the whole list of them. Uh, and there are a bunch of them. So uh, it, it's frustrating, but our founding fathers in their wisdom gave us a process. We just have to be get get good and using the process that they gave us.
1: And, you know, going back to not just Portentino, but obviously in my opinion, I don't know if you share this, but it seems like Catherine Blakespear is trying to become the next Portentino with all the bills she's throwing at us. And, you know, one of the other areas in one of the new bills that we have out, I'm trying to look it up right now, but is this bill that is going to require you to talk to your insurance company. About what firearms you have. The bill is calling folks for you not just to tell them what firearms you store in your home, but say you have a shed, say you have a, a detached garage, you have to tell them that. And say you have a motorhome or a, uh, you know, toy hauler or something like that, that maybe you store firearms in because you take it out to the woods or out to your, your duck line or to wherever that you choose to take it as your right. You will have to report to your insurance company all your firearms. And Sam, the only thing I can think of is the reason is Portentino in 1160 and Parva's bill talks about about 3 million gun owners in California. Yet we know from ATF that number is probably three times higher than that. And so I think this is his mass panic of like, wow, there's gun owners that we don't know about. How do we not know about them? And he's also figured out there's a lot of firearms that are out there that never legally had to be registered. Mm -hmm. In fact, he helped create some of the legislation that said, hey, as long as you do this or do that, you don't have to register it. And now they want everything. And the question has to be asked, why? Because this obviously, if this was in place, it would not have stopped any of the mass shootings Mm -hmm. in California.
2: Rick, you're absolutely correct. The other portion of that insurance bill by senator blakespeare is that the insurance companies are going to be required to report that information to the California Department of Justice. So what they're doing is they're building a a network of, of registration and informational systems that they can triangulate in order to identify who gun owners are and then harass them if they are lawful gun owners. and And if they get frustrated, they give them an opportunity to turn their guns in to be destroyed. That is their ultimate goal is they want to get rid of guns and and they're doing everything they can with all of these crazy schemes in in order to 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 accomplish this so yeah it, it's it's it is nanny state it is people who don't understand where rights come from and and they're doing what they can to try to to oppose that
1: i i want people to understand something too You need to really speak out on this because if we don't stop this in California, there's no longer an option of, well, forget it, I'm moving. Because I can tell you, I have friends in Texas that are like, oh, my gosh, we're becoming like California, Colorado, we're becoming like California, Idaho, Arizona. You talk about all the places, even Tennessee, there's people trying things talked to Cam Edwards earlier this week from Bearing Arms, and Cam was even talking about, despite all the good things that Governor Youngkin did, the Dems just came out swinging with a bunch of bills that started in California. And folks, you got to realize, a lot of these bills don't even come from within California. The number of times that Sam, myself, uh, my good friend Dan Reed at the NRA, and others have walked next to these people said, where did you basically come up with this? And they have to turn to look at a staffer. Why? Because these bills are written by legal teams for the Giffords and, and for Brady and others that are financed by some of the wealthiest people in this country that hate this country. Folks, you've got to realize what we're up against, and you need to join Gun Owners of California and the CRPA. It's a small investment to protect your rights for you and for those that will follow you. We'll be back on Firing Line Radio.
3: Turner's Outdoorsman, California's number one hunting, fishing, and shooting sports retailer since 1971, now has 33 locations across California and one in Tucson, Arizona. Turner's is your one-stop shop for all your shooting sports and fishing tackle needs. We offer a full selection and unmatched prices on firearms, ammunition, gun safes, shooting accessories, archery equipment, and fishing tackle. Visit turners.com now and sign up for the Turner's Discount Club for free and get our weekly ads and members-only specials sent directly to your inbox. For more info, to sign up for the Turner's Discount Club or to shop online, visit turners.com. AM
0: 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by CCW Safe and the California Rifle and Pistol Association.
2: Spartans, lay down your weapons.
1: Persians, come and get them. Welcome back to Firing Line Radio. I'm your host, Rick Travis, the Legislative Director here at the California Rifle Pistol Association. And today I have my good friend and ally from Gun Owners of California, Mr. Sam Paredes. And we're talking about some of the new bills that have been dropped. So, you know, we'll come back on this show probably next week. I'm going to try to get somebody on here to talk to you about how many different ways they're trying to go after the hunting and conservation efforts that many of us enjoy using our firearms to go out into the woods. And many of us enjoy just going out in the woods and how that's going to be restricted. But I also want to continue on this whole idea. You know, you got Maine Shined has put a couple of spot bills in. And I think you've seen those too, Sam. So obviously, these folks aren't satisfied with just the, the junk that they brought. I mean, you know, you got Pappen that has done the same thing, Zabur. They are waiting for yet another opportunity, whether that be the Duncan case rolling down or whatever. They are waiting with bated breath to just keep throwing stuff. And obviously we have people out there that are like, okay, so they throw this bill at you, you go to court, you spend six to seven years, you beat it in court. Meanwhile we live under the threat, even though we have stays, we live under that threat, and that's reality. And then it seems like, Wow, Rick, Sam and the company, you guys get to that point and here they come again with more. And it's one of the reasons, Sam, I keep telling people there are some places it looks like uh, Hurtado is not gonna win her congressional bid. Um and our community's had a, a great deal of focus in that area and done quite a bit, um, to help foster that outcome. You know, I think this is one of the things I really want to get to people because we still have a couple more weeks to vote. you got to get out there and vote.
2: Your thoughts, 100%. 100%. Voting is our most powerful tool, and it's not just our vote. And people who say, oh, my vote doesn't count, sheep dip. You don't understand how many elections over the past three or four cycles have been won or lost by less than a hundred votes. In some cases, in the single digits. So, um, your votes are important. And then talking to your family members and your friends, the, the, the guys and gals at the gun range or the gun club, your hunting club, uh, who, who support the second amendment, you have to encourage them to make sure that they vote. And it's so easy to find out who to vote for because you can go to the Gun Owners of California website or the CRPA website and we tell you who the good guys and the bad guys are on the second amendment in, in, in districts across the state. And if you need help, you can pick up the phone and call us and we'll help you vote, uh, uh giving you information on, on who and, and, and why, uh, you need to vote for these, these people. So there's no excuse. We, the other side is very well organized at, at voting in order to accomplish their goals. We have to get better at it. So we have to be um very proactive in doing that. And again, it's not just our vote, but the votes of our family members and our friends, our colleagues, our acquaintances who all, uh you know, appreciate and love the Second Amendment and the Constitution of the United States. We need to go out and talk with our neighbors uh and our friends and get them to to cast that very, very important vote. It's a right that was given that we have. It's 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 const- in the Constitution. We have to take advantage of it. There is no right that we should leave um you know unattended. Uh, we need to exercise all of them and the right to vote is is super important. So yeah. Um Elections are complicated. And sometimes we're going to ask our, our friends and, and supporters to send a contribution to a candidate that is not running in their district, someplace else in the state of California. Because if we win that seat, we, we gain votes. And, and, uh, you may live in a district that's a, you know, you say, Oh, I only have one, uh, person running. It's an anti-gun person and I have no choice, but you do. You, we have to get more sophisticated. You understand that by participating with us, uh, contributing to our political activities and then sending a $25 check to a, a candidate that we've identified for you in another district to help them win in order for us to improve our position. So, um, we have to get better. We have to be more serious and, and, um, and fight for our rights by voting and spreading the word. Let's talk
1: about three of those people that are. Currently, because the entire assembly is running for office, there's Brian Manshine out of San Diego, there's Mike Gibson out of the Watts-Gardena area, and then you have Mike Fong out of San Gabriel. Folks, you know, they're running for election. You would think they would be a little smarter than this, but let me tell you about the three bills that they have brought up as we we talked this morning. So, Manshine has brought up this firearm safety devices, and it sounds really sweet because they put taglines on these bills. To make them sound pretty innocuous and pretty easy going. But what this will create is for the state of California, firearm safety devices include you're safe, your firearm safe. They're going to try to comply that they have to go on a roster. And if they're not on the roster, then you're safe isn't legally able to hold the guns that you would legally have to have, a, as we've talked, if all these bills went through, a license and then a tax and then an annual tax to go on. They are literally trying to destroy the whole idea of owning it. And here's the thing. Brian Manshine's going to get up. He's going to talk about the shooting that happened in the synagogue a few years back in San Diego, which was tragic. But he's going to try to say, like, if I had this magical time machine and we just had this spill through, it would save at least one of those lives. Folks, it wouldn't. In fact, my argument, Sam, is... This is actually going to cost lives because it means that manufacturers aren't going to play California's game, number one, which means, number two, we legally can't buy the safest technologies coming out to keep us safer. We have to go with existing default things that, you know, have just been on the books but nothing new because people aren't going to play this game. This actually makes us less safe as he's going to stand up there at that diocese we both know and say,
2: he's trying to make us safer. It's absolutely opposite world. Rick, you're absolutely correct. The intention is to limit the number of of a California approved firearm safety devices uh, that are available to lawful citizens in the state of California. Um, it, it, it it doesn't even pass the chuckle test to charge uh, uh, gun lock and, fa- and safe manufacturers for them to have the permission to sell their products as approved in the state of California is absolutely ludicrous. It's crazy. Um, and, and, and we know, Rick, that there are some devices that are out there that are approved right now that are not quite as safe as other devices that are going to be on the market or are coming on the market. And if they are not approved by the state of California, they will not be available to lawful citizens. Now, once they have these approved lists and they have registration systems, my bet is their next step is to say, okay, now you have to tell us what kinds of firearm safety devices you have for all of your guns. And in doing so, they will be able to come back and say, you are not lawfully storing your guns. Now, you and I know, Rick, that because of the, the the Heller decision and McDonald, that for the state or the federal government to require people to use firearm safety devices is unconstitutional. That's not to say that it isn't wise for us to secure our firearms for our own personal reasons in our own personal situations. That is absolutely true. But for the government to mandate that we keep them locked up, uh, is, is unconstitutional. It is Supreme Court precedence and, and it extends to the state and local government. So we will continue to fight that issue as well as all of the others that we are, are fighting. Um, uh, and, and they have realized that they cannot outright ban guns. So they're going around the barn and, and trying to, to nitpick on things that just make it more ridiculous and harder for us to not only acquire guns, but to keep the guns that we have. So the fight is on.
1: Yeah, and I want I want all of us to understand, and, you know, today, if Sam and I are talking to you, we're talking to you because we're both granddads, and so none of this is for us. None of this really anymore is for our kids. Everything we're doing now is for our grandkids and hopefully their grandkids. I mean, that's what we're fighting for. In doing that fight, we're trying to look at like all the things that the government is doing to try to take away. You have to ask yourself, folks, why would the government want to take away a 250-year-old right since this country was started to be able to defend yourself, put food on the table? And if you think about it, we live in a government today that is very different from the ones my grandparents lived in. And that's why I want to focus as we end this, this particular session on. When my grandfather was my age, he didn't have to have permission to give fruit from his trees to his neighbors or to even sell it at a garage sale. But today, government wants you to license that. My grandfather was able to share meat. Today, the government says you can't do that. My grandfather was able to take his firearm And go worrying. oh, today you can't do that without a special license, special permits, and paying a whole lot of money in taxes. Folks, wake up and realize the government is literally trying to tell you that your constitutional rights aren't yours unless you pay for a special permit. And that has to end. We'll be back on Firing Mind Radio.
3: Turner's Outdoorsman, California's number one hunting, fishing, and shooting sports retailer since 1971, now has 33 locations across California and one in Tucson, Arizona. Turner's is your one-stop shop for all your shooting sports and fishing tackle needs. We offer a full selection and unmatched prices on firearms, ammunition, gun safes, shooting accessories, archery equipment, and fishing tackle. Visit turners.com now and sign up for the Turner's Discount Club for free and get our weekly ads and members-only specials sent directly to your inbox. For more info, to sign up for the Turner's Discount Club or to shop online, visit turners.com. AM
2: 590, the answer.
1: Welcome back to the Firing Line Radio. I'm your host, Rick Travis, Legislative Director for the California Rifle Pistol Association. And today with me is none other than the great Sam Paredes from Gun Owners of California, who does amazing work up and down the state. And I couldn't ask for a better friend and a better ally and a better brother. Folks, Let's talk about Assembly Bill 3067. This is from Gibson. Mike Gibson is out of the Gardena Watts area. And this is what this bill says. I'm just going to give you the brief summary. It would require you by January 2026 that every homeowner, every renter insurance policy would have to ask specific questions of you. So they're going to leverage your insurance. And you know insurance companies, the moment they get asked to do anything, they're worried that this could cost them. So just answering that you had a firearm could be the reason that they say, well, you can't have renter's insurance anymore. You can't have home insurance anymore. And what it requires them to do is say, all your household, your accessory structures, your vehicles kept on the property, everything to be subject to an insurance policy. And that that insurer would have to and report all that information to the Department of Insurance and the Department and the Legislature. Okay, folks, this is a vast invasion of your privacy. This is not only asking what firearms you have, but exactly where do you keep them? Exactly where do you put them? And look, folks, I'm just going to be blunt. The only thing more porous than cheesecloth is the state legislature, is the government computer systems. We have already been doxed. All of us had CCWs, had our names thrown out there, addresses. It was easy for people on the dark web to find out where you're at. This is literally going to say not only does Sally Mae have 20 firearms, but she keeps five in her three-car garage. She keeps two in her mother home. She keeps four in her toy hauler, and the rest are in this part of her house. For her insurance statement. Folks, this is like giving the criminal element that they don't want to keep incarcerated, a map of where to go get the very firearms that we're supposed to not be allowing criminals to get. But then again, we have the armed prohibited person system that has tens of thousands of people on it that we know are violators with firearms, and we do nothing about it. Coupled on top of this, you have Assemblyman Mike Fonga, San Gabriel, with AB 3087, who is now trying to get it so that if you surrender firearms, well, those firearms are going to have to be destroyed. And there's a couple other bills by fellow members of the Senate and Assembly members trying to do that. So what they're trying to do is they've realized that, you know, CRPA, Gunners of California, the, the people at the Second Amendment Law Center, go check them out too at ALC.com. All of the, these groups are working to help people when you know, law-abiding Gun owners get themselves caught between the crosshairs to get out of it. But there are some of those people that their firearms are being held by an FFL for a period of time until they can resolve this issue. Well, the way they're going to work this, nope, they would be destroyed. And by the time you win victoriously, your firearms are gone, Sam.
2: You're absolutely correct. And, and people need to remember, uh, some people look at these bills and say, well, what's wrong with that? Here, here's what's wrong with it. This does not apply to criminals. It is unconstitutional to require criminals to report anything because it's a violation of their Fifth Amendment rights of self-incrimination. So this applies only to the law-abiding. Those of us who legally buy guns, responsibly keep them and store them and use them for whatever legal purpose we want, this does not apply to criminals. What it does is it creates more criminals uh, uh uh by the uh, uh, of the law abiding now the legislature is doing this um with with the destruction of guns as quickly as they can uh there the the uh, multiple bills on uh red flag laws here in the state of California and they're panicking because they see that in the courts some of these laws are going to be taken off the books and 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 the California's gun violence restraining orders may become Deemed unconstitutional, so they want to pivot and destroy as many guns as possible uh, and and you, you and I know Rick that that it's it's a fallacy. you know fifty million guns in the state of California, and they want to destroy as many of them as possible. that 's the bottom line, and that is what we are fighting against. Rick, you, you know we often talk about why do we do what we do? You know, the legislature and, and Senator Portantino, we want to save lives. You, you, you want people to die of gun violence and all that stuff. No. You know, no. We know for a fact that tens of thousands of people in the state of California use a gun to successfully survive a deadly encounter, to be survivors. And everything that we do to make it more difficult, for them to be able to get whatever gun they need to defend themselves is going to take those people out of the category of survivors and put them into the category of victims. So we know that we save thousands upon thousands of lives by doing what we are doing and fighting every one of these infringements on our second amendment rights. So, um, you know, Gibson and and Blake Spear and Portentino um, I call, I call Bravo Sierra on all of the, the stuff that you, you come up with to say that, oh, this is life-saving, and if we can only save one life. Okay, well, what we're doing saves tens of thousands of lives, so uh that's what we're going to continue to do.
1: And, you know, that's an excellent point. I bring it up all the time. But, folks, these are talking points. So many times when Sam and I meet with people up and down the state, what can I say? What can I do? These are the things you need to take. You need to take these clips. We're not going to get upset whether you see us on a video on YouTube, or you hear us on the radio or a podcast, or when we're out publicly speaking, these are sound bites that you can take and use. Use them with your neighbors, use them with your friends, your coworkers, your family. And when you hear people say stuff at the store, I just did this the other day, I had a lady that was talking to somebody else because there had been a stabbing near where I lived and they said, oh my gosh, it's so violent. You know, guns, guns are another thing. We just got to get rid of those. And I, I politely said, but what about all the people's lives are saved? And they're like, what? And I said exactly what you did. I said, the FBI shows literally hundreds of thousands of people nationwide, tens of thousands in California are saved every year because someone with a CCW firearm stopped a mass shooting or stopped a person from being killed or saved their own life. And the lady's is like, I never heard that. And I said, well, that's why I'm pointed out. And I showed her how to go to the FBI and look it up. And she was like, wow, I stand corrected. That took all of about a minute and a half in a a storage food line. But you know what I noticed? There were other people looking it up in the the neighboring lines. Mm. That's what we have to do, folks. We can no longer be quiet. I have a really good friend who said it's time for our community to come out of the closet and to start becoming vocal and start. The silent majority doesn't work folks. You can't be silent. You have to come out and politely, not with a mean spirit, but kindly say, do you see this? Let's let's play the magical game. Okay, it was in effect 10 years ago. Name me the crime that it stopped. Oh, it doesn't. Name me the number of lives it may have cost. And that's going to add up very quick in your mind because you're going to be like, oh, if I followed Senate Bill 53 from Portentino, there is no way I could get to my firearm in time to save my own life. In my own house in the middle of the night. That's a fact. He's setting us up to get us killed. And we need to say it that way. This is what he's doing. When they put all of this money, all these fees, let me tell you, it's one of the most racist things you could possibly do. It's classist because what it's saying, unless you're part of the power elite and can afford it, you're not going to be able to. If you have to make the choice of paying $1,000 to keep your firearms every year versus keeping food on the table or sending your kid to school or taking care of their health care or your health care or getting the car's oil changed, well, you're going to sacrifice your safety. That's what they want because that makes you more dependent on them. And let's be honest, we do not have, despite the amazing work our first responders do, they will tell you there's not enough for them to stop things. They can only respond to things. Folks, when seconds count, Your Second Amendment is what keeps you alive. And this is why this fight is
2: so important. Any closing thoughts, Sam? Rick, it is so important for people to take the information that we're talking about and share it with others. It is so important for people who um, are not engaged in the defense of their constitutional, God-given rights to, to, to be involved. So joining Uh, California Rifle and Pistol Association or Gun Owners of California for $35 a year. Uh, You do so much that gives us the the tools. The other side, they have millionaires and billionaires that support them. We have... Tens of thousands of, of lawful citizens who send us $35 a year for us to be able to pay the attorneys to fight for our rights. So I want to encourage everybody out there, go to our websites, read our blogs if you want more information on how to argue regarding all of these situations. And the fight will continue, and, Rick, will be doing it together. So I, I appreciate you very much, and, um, you know, load and make ready.
1: Yeah. So, folks, as we say every week here on Fine Line Radio... Be positive, because they're only throwing this at us because we're winning. We're actually winning, folks. The tide has turned. So ride that tide to victory. And as always, be safe, shoot straight, and fight back for your rights and for those that will follow you.
3: When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk.
0: The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, CCW Safe, cutting edge bullets vortex optics vortex the force of optics and by the california rifle and pistol association hi folks philip Neyman. if you're a concealed handgun
3: carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one you'll be glad to have ccw safe on your side You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at CCWSafe.com. AM
2: 590, the answer.